The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 11th of December. In your Squiz today, more is revealed about the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. UK Prime Minister Theresa May delays the Brexit vote. The ACCC has a look at tech giants and the world's oldest skydiver. She's from Adelaide. This is your Squiz today. The killing of Jamal Khashoggi remains in the headlines, Claire, with the Saudi government charging 11 people for the murder, though it's questions over the Saudi Crown Prince's involvement that are still lingering, plus more questions over his relationship with Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Yeah, and a couple of other things happened yesterday, which is that Saudi Arabia refused to extradite two men uh, to Turkey. Turkey was really putting a bid for a couple of those people who have very strong connections to Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Uh, also, a details of, of a transcript. There's been a lot of speculation about a, a transcript of exactly what went down inside the, the consulate um, in Turkey. Some of those details have come out and it's pretty grim. So what do we know about what's in that transcript? It's pretty hard reading and there's a link in the email to get in there and have a look at that. But what it shows uh, is that um, Jamal Khashoggi went into the consulate. He almost uh, straight away knew that something was wrong because he recognises a man who is uh, quite senior in the Saudi diplomatic forces who he had done some work with uh, in previous iterations of his life. And um, that man says to him that the plan is that they're planning on, on taking him back to Saudi Arabia. And at that point, Khashoggi says that he has people waiting outside for him, which um, is a reference to his fiance. Uh, and then he was set upon and what happens after that is pretty grim. Yeah. That's a, a huge story this year. And another one that's very, very, very big as well is that it's the 11th of December here, which means it's nearly the 11th of December in the UK, which was the date set for a vote to be taken on Brexit. How are things going for Prime Minister Theresa May? It's well, news overnight. She's got a bit of free time in her diary um, today, probably, you know, a spare half hour there. The vote's been called off. So yeah. uh, that's because it was facing imminent defeat. There were dozens of Tory MPs, um, the Tories, Conservatives, of course, is Theresa May's party who were going to vote against her and against the deal that had been struck with the European Union. Uh, the issue that everyone's really struggling with is what's called the Northern Ireland backstop. And that's an arrangement really that if things aren't really sorted out in fine detail between uh, the Northern Ireland border um, so that they can get their goods into the UK customs free because, of course, they're um, mm. sort of under the same, same government arrangement, um, then this arrangement comes into place, which really is going to be difficult to unpick. So Theresa May's got a bit more work to do. Um, they're, of course, steaming towards the 29th of March, which is the planned Brexit date. So uh, not a lot of downtime for Theresa May by the looks of things as they head towards Christmas. The ACCC, our corporate regulator, has had a few things to say about big tech companies like Google and Facebook. It's been charged with conducting a review uh, of how the big tech companies, and we're talking about 
Google and, and Facebook really um, and what their interaction is and, and what the consequences are of them being in the market, particularly for big media companies. Uh, and what the ACCC found is that it needs uh, or would recommend that there's an ombudsman that could deal with complaints specifically about these sorts of things. Um, but it also wants to set up a new body that would monitor exactly how search engines and social media platforms refer people to news uh, and to content uh, and to publishers, uh, which really, you know, that's where they have the stranglehold on uh, exactly how advertising dollars work and how content is then consumed. Uh, we're doing that more and more through search engines. You know, you go on and Google a particular issue um, or um, via social media and what pops up in your social media stream. So yeah, exactly. they're just recommendations at this point. Um, the ACCC will now take feedback and will deliver its final report mid-next year. And the top 200 companies listed on the Australian Stock Exchange ended yesterday's trading down 2.3%. What's going on there? It's uh, an almost two-year low as well. Yeah. So um, $41 billion was wiped off the um, ASX 200 yesterday. Uh, news out of America has been pretty rough in recent days. That has to do with things like interest rates, but also concern about um, a China trade war, even though steps towards a resolution have been taken in recent days. Um, also, um, local reports are saying that Aussie investors are a bit concerned uh, about those economic growth numbers that were out last week, given they were uh, a surprise on the disappointing side. So, yeah, pretty much every sector did it tough yesterday, but particularly the banks. Well, another organisation doing it tough is Rugby Australia. The board met yesterday and were expected to make a decision on the future of coach Michael Checker. No announcement as yet, but we're promised one before Christmas. And our cricketers had a crack at the end of the fifth day of the first test in Adelaide, but couldn't snag a win over India. Second test starts in Perth on Friday. But whilst we're on athletes, tell us about Irene O'Shea. She's become the world's oldest skydiver and she's 102 and she's... Amazing. Doing it because her daughter died of neurone disease about 10 years ago and she's raising money and she's done that before. Uh, there's a push on to raise $10,000 for her jump, which she did on the weekend. She's got a long way to hit that goal. So there's a link in the email uh, to her fundraising campaign. And yeah. Incredible. She thinks she might what do it again next year. So I know. I love that. Incredible. <laughs> She's not done. No, not yet. Uh, subject line. What have we got? Uh, just in reference to Irene, who we've just spoken about, uh, might as well jump. So, What song's that? So it's the classic Van Halen song. It's probably before your time, Kate, but you will know it when you hear it. I guarantee you. I'm so bad at taking the subject line and actually hearing it in my head, <laughs> but I will have a look at that one. Yeah, Google it. It'll be there. I will. Make sure you open the Squeeze Today email. Plenty more news in there. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. That's all from us today. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online 
kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.